0: Than ever, I am freshly back from the remote jungle of Costa Rica. It's Tuesday. Our episode comes out today, and we're recording this intro today because I did not bring my mic to Costa Rica. And I don't remember who it was, but someone commented on my reel and it was like a tour of our camp. And they said, But did you bring your microphone? (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) You know what? I didn't, but I would have had no way to record this out there. Can you imagine what a shit show that would be? It would have been so bad. But um, yeah, I am back in time to record a short little intro. We're actually going to do a full episode next week, recapping my entire trip because it was such a unique experience. I think we're going to have Blaine jump on too um, to give her perspective because it's so hard to describe. Like I could even fit it in an intro if I tried. I think we had like a full jungle costa rican sea turtle episode so i can tell you guys exactly what happened to me because i don't know like what the fuck i just did yeah we need a full episode
1: for it i was like let's not even try to get it in the intro it's just not happening
0: yeah but i'm very happy to be back um a long travel day. i think we had like a 21 hour travel day yesterday and um i just rode my e-bike to starbucks with blaine and i was telling blaine like this is America, riding an e-bike to Starbucks, getting my favorite drink. We were just like rejoicing, jumping up and down. Um, but I'm really excited to be back. I got in my bed last night and I had like my face oiled up in all of my skincare products. I had my Stanley Cup in my hand, full of ice and cold water. And I was in my bed with my fan blowing on my face. And I was like, ah, like audibly just screaming joy.
1: Oh my God. Well, I can't wait to hear the tale. I know it's going to be epic.
0: Yeah. So you guys tune in next week for that one, because we're going to go do a deep dive into that experience. So Allie, I haven't even talked to you that much um, because I didn't really have the ability to talk to anyone that much. What have you been up to while I was in Costa Rica?
1: I have been getting ready to leave Nashville. I've been packing. Mom came up and Honestly, she's an expert packer, so she was able to pack up most of my things. But yeah, everything is in boxes or it's being donated. I had my friends come over and shop my closet the other night. It's just so freeing to see things go and like not have to take all this stuff with me. But yeah, so just packing. We got the Tesla. Um, that was a journey
0: driving seven hours from Chicago with it. <laughs> yeah, how is it? How is it being a Tesla owner? Is it like everything you've ever dreamed of in your life? So I will
1: say they kind of dupe you into thinking that you're going to save money, but you save no money because the chargers are all in like Target or Starbucks parking lots. Mm. So you end up, you know, spending way more on random shit at Target you don't need. But I've gotten into another, I've gotten into that scanning app again um, that like tells you all the ingredients in your products and if they're bad or not. So I've been doing like a, Huge sweep of my skincare and beauty products. So while it's charging, I go and Target and basically just like buy a bunch of like clean beauty.
0: <laughs> what is that app called? It's called Yuka
1: Y U K A. And I know I've talked about it a million times before, but yeah, you and your pantry items and your um, like toiletries. It's amazing.
0: See, I like, I want to be that person. I do like, I want to be that person to scan my stuff, but also I don't want to be the person that has to get rid of all the things that I love. So
1: My vitamin C that I just ordered two containers of, it's very expensive, um, is not highly rated. Um, So I'm just going to choose to look past that. But you could
0: could just mail it to me or bring it here if you want. (laughs) I can take it off your hands.
1: I know. I'm slowly morphing into my California Alley personality. I have ordered a bunch of like flowy sets and just like completely revamping my wardrobe, starting fresh, getting rid of all my products, like... I'm excited. I'm really excited.
0: Yeah, I told you like a couple weeks ago, you should change your Instagram to Allie and Callie.
1: Well, I, I did start that TikTok, so.
0: Yeah, that that's like my greatest gift, I think, is coming up with, like, I was just, in, when we were in Costa Rica, I was at the pool. We got to have like one free day and go to this amazing hotel. I'll talk more about it next week. But there was this like beautiful old woman who I feel like was a older version of like me and Blaine who like came down to like speak to us. She was staying at the hotel, and she was like, I'm just trying to write this book and a, bl- a blog, and I need, I need like an alias name, and I like gave her the best name, and I always help people come up with like creative social media handles. What was the name? Her, her name was Katriana. Cat- and I told her that she should call it Catch Me If You Can with like a K, and like do like the beginning of her name, and she can like sign it all like that, and she loved it. Ooh, she was like, I want something travel related. And then like, I came up with a business for Olivia for her um, home design.
1: Yeah, I think that you are so talented at that, coming up with business ideas. I mean, obviously, if you've listened to our Side Hustle episode, you know that we are constantly coming up with business ideas.
0: Yeah, but I feel like Allie and Callie could be like a viral sensation. Like you do nice things. You always dine at nice restaurants. Like I eat at Chick-fil-A, but you're always like eating at like really nice places <laughs> so you can do reviews. <laughs> Um,
1: well, I need to, yeah. Um, I booked a trip to Napa, so I'm excited about that. When I'm going the weekend after Labor Day, so I've been planning that, which I'm excited about. Oh my
0: gosh, I just saw on TikTok this, I'll have to send it to you. It was like a floral tea party train. I already, in Napa. Booked it. Oh, okay,
1: perfect. <laughs> yeah, booked that. Um, but yeah, I'm just like getting really excited to move. Um, I'm doing that Saqqara meal plan when I get there, so I'm gonna do like a week or a couple weeks of like eating really clean and vegan and just really going into it a hundred percent, you know, do you have like a discount code for that or something? I don't have a discount personally, but I did find some online. It's like pretty expensive, but I've been wanting to do the meal plan for a while. I've done their supplements and I've done their metabolism powder before, which I really love. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just want a clean, fresh start in all aspects of my life. So really looking
0: forward to that. I feel like I would benefit from doing like some sort of meal plan.
1: Well, I feel like I've been—I've really, just been in the mindset of like, all right, I'm going to live it up. It's my last couple of weeks in Nashville. I've been going to all my favorite restaurants, going out with my friends, you know.
0: Yeah, gonna you should.
1: When I get there. But um, one thing that I did that was really fun, we surprised Vivian um, for her early 30th birthday with a splatter paint party, which was really, really fun.
0: I saw that.
1: That looked so much fun. Yeah, it was amazing. It actually reminded me, like it gave me Princess Diaries vibes, you know, when they're like going at the paint filled balloons. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was really fun. Everyone got um, a canvas and we just threw paint at them and then threw paint at each other. And it was just completely silly and fun. And she really loved it. And um, yeah, that's really what I've been up to since you've been gone.
0: That sounds so much fun. I feel like I missed out on like what everyone was doing because I had very minimal Wi-Fi. And if it ever started raining, the Wi-Fi would just go completely out. Mm -hmm. So like I only got to talk to mom like once and then you guys like happened to be together. And I really couldn't get much of my social media to load except for like enough for me to post things. So I had like no idea what anyone was doing. But I saw Bibb's pictures last night and I was like, that is so cute. Yeah,
1: it was such a unique idea too. I was really excited that it worked out.
0: I have a bunch of birthdays coming up this weekend. It's Olivia, our cousin's 21st birthday, and then my roommate Raina – is turning 22. And then Blaine's birthday, literally their birthdays are Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
1: Wow, big weekend to come back to.
0: Yeah, so a lot going on for that.
1: Well, I know we are recording this day of, which means I'm gonna have to edit this really quickly. So let's go ahead and intro the episode. This is one that we have been looking forward to for such a long time. You guys know how much We love Joyous. So to get to have Jessica on was just so exciting to us. We love talking with her. She has such an inspirational story, and I just really, really loved getting to meet her.
0: Yeah, Jessica Slander is the founder and creator of Joyous Non-Alcoholic Wine, which you guys know is one of our sponsors on Go Call Your Sister. It is one of our absolute favorite brands, not only because we love it, but also the role that Joyous has played in our mom's recovery journey We've been dying to have Jessica on for an episode to talk with her about starting the brand. And we actually invited our mom, KB, as everyone knows, as a special guest to this episode. One, because she is like such a fangirl of Jessica's. like Jessica, I think, is her favorite person on earth. And also just because I was excited to get her perspective on this topic and hearing Jessica's story. Um, It just relates so much with what we've gone through in our life. And I feel like Jessica is just such an inspirational businesswoman. I loved her perspective. I feel like I could have talked with her for hours. Yeah, totally.
1: So mom's audio actually did not upload for the first part of the interview, but you will hear Christy chime in towards the end. So stay tuned for that. And Bert, it was so good to catch up with you quickly. I know we both have a lot going on and I can't wait to hear more about the trip. But without further ado, let's welcome Jessica to Go Call Your
0: Sister. so excited this is such a fun group of women all together Jessica it's such an honor to have you on here not only as a sponsor of our podcast but just a female business owner that we admire so much and and we all are just so oh, excited thank, to talk you. thank you
2: super today. super excited to to be here for sure
1: well, we have a very special guest joining us for this interview. She's the reason we know about Joyous in the first place. So Christy, welcome back to the show, our mom.
2: Oh, it's so nice to see you. I've actually listened to the podcast episode that you were on and, oh my goodness, I was just listening to it and everything you said,
0: I was just like, yes,
2: yes, yes, it's like just related so much to everything you were saying. So it's exciting for me to to meet everyone here.
0: It was so interesting because that was our most highly listened episode, like 10 times Good compared episode. to any of our other episodes of my mom sharing her sobriety story. And so our audience is definitely interested. And there's a lot of people out there who are curious or interested in recovery. And I'm just excited that we get to expand yeah. on that more
2: yeah. with you. Awesome. So
1: Jessica, can you tell us a little bit about your journey and starting Joyous? Um,
2: so I... Gosh, it's been for, every, for everybody else Joyce has been out in the world for coming up on on two years for me um, I started working on it it was like about nine years ago now but even before then you know kind of looking at things because I so I, I come I come from the sobriety space I quit drinking um 17 17 years ago now whatever I say it it feels I don't know. It feels it feels crazy to me. Like it feels like a crazy number because I, rem- I remember when I was counting counting down days. You know what I mean? And and when I was meeting other people that had also, you know, came from sobriety and recovery, and meeting people that had been sober for like a hundred days or a year or two years, and I'm like, I thought that they were lying. <laughs> like, I like I didn't think you know I didn't think anybody didn't drink for that long. So. You know, so now especially being in the double digits, it's 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 kind of crazy. But so that that's you know, that means I I quit drinking um gosh, in my in my twenties. And so, you know, I, I did drink at one point in time, quit drinking, and ever since then spent pretty much every major life moment, you know, adult life moment, like alcohol free, which is really which is really hard. Our our culture is very much a drinking culture. It's very social. It's you know anytime there's a celebration, you know, a gathering, a get together, anything that's really positive, there's usually alcohol, you know, and especially sparkling. That's that's how people celebrate. So you know every every New Year's Eve, I'm drinking Martinelli's with with the kids. You know, um, I got married. You know, that's a big. <laughs> I'm an adult. I'm a grown up. I'm getting married and. My husband um and I are cheersing with sparkling apple juice, you know. And it it's one of those things that, you know, that was kind of as close as you could get because, because it comes in that champagne bottle. And but I'm not I'm not a huge um I don't drink a lot of juice. If I'm if I'm gonna eat sugar, I want it to be candy. You know. Um and so very glad that Martinelli's and things like that exist, but you know, it's like, it's very, very, very high in sugar. And I would feel really gross after drinking a lot of it, you know, to kind of participate with everybody else. Um, And I was someone that very much likes to feel like part of the group, you know, and I do, I do love, I love celebrations. And, and so I was like, well, non-alcoholic beer exists, you know, there's O'Doul's like, what, what's the deal with non-alcoholic wine and I tried to search you know and I'm really good at googling and could not find anything you know this is this is like 10 12 years ago you know plus and like ended up finding there's like one sparkling in the entire country for non-alcoholic wine and it, it was in it I've bought a lot of it over the years and it was it's also very very sweet you know there was one red there was one white and it just wasn't it just wasn't what I wanted, I remember bringing one of them to a family gathering, and my sister in law was like, "Oh, I want to try it," and she tried it, and she's like, "Jess, this isn't wine," and I was like, "I know, but it's the best I can get because <laughs> it was it was literally all I could get." Mm-hmm. Um, and so, after searching, 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 trying to find you know find a dried wine, something that also looked looked right, like it looked like what everybody else was drinking, eventually I was like, "I'm gonna do it myself." <laughs> And then, you know, it took me a really long time. Like I said, it took, you know, a number of years of like trying to figure out how to do it, um, trying to figure out how to do it differently, how to do it better, um, to save up the money to do it. Because at that time, nobody, nobody thought it was a good idea. (laughs) You know, Um, I, I come from, you know, I was someone that wanted something that didn't exist. I don't come, I'm not like, a lot of folks in this space, a lot of brown founders, are like hedge fund people or alcohol pe- alcohol industry people, and so they've got that backing, they've got that that money, um, and that was just not my just not my story. <laughs> and so, you know, I worked a lot of you know I worked my wonderful corporate job and worked a lot of jobs on top of that trying to save up the money to do this. And oh gosh, and here and here we are, <laughs> like so. It's, it's, it's been, it's been everything. It's been everything I hoped it, it could be to, to be honest, you know, especially after, after hearing so many people like being like, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Oh, that stuff is, oh gosh, the industry is just so negative about uh, non-alcoholic wine. So I talked to a lot, like literally over a hundred people in the wine industry. And there was maybe like four, I was trying to think about this last night. I'm like, how many was it? Cause I'm sometimes like, Oh, it's like four or five that were positive about it out of over a hundred. But overwhelmingly they were just like, nobody wants that. And I'm like, I want it. And I I know a lot of people that don't drink, or I know a lot of people that are just low, low alcohol drinkers, you know? Um, And, or, or, or over and over again, they would say, oh, well, that already exists. And I'm like, well, there's one, (laughs) there's one and it's really sweet. And they would say, Oh, well, that stuff is for pregnant ladies and women love sugar. So I heard that one over and over again. The other one I heard was, Oh, that stuff's really for alcoholics and alcoholics love sugar. And it was just so mean, you know what I mean? Like it's just so rude and inconsiderate. And like, even if that one option was the most amazing best thing you've ever had is one option. And you walk into you know, any grocery store in this country pretty much. And like, you will find a thousand different options of wine. So why was it okay that there was one option for people that didn't want the alcohol? It's just like, that's not, that's not okay. There should be, you know, there should be tons and tons of options. We, we all taste things differently. We all have different, you know, different preferences. There should be different things for different people. And it was just, I don't know. So against everybody telling me I was crazy and it was a terrible idea here we are. And yeah, you know, every, every Joyce wine is award-winning um, beating, beating other, you know, beating everything else that's out there. Our, you know, sparkling rosé was the first to ever, first non o'clock wine to ever win gold in one of the world's biggest and oldest blind wine, wine competitions, which was Mm -hmm. kind of a happy accident to be honest I was talking with my brother about it and kind of banging my head against the wall being like it tastes like wine and no and and like it tastes like and he's like Jess nobody believes you you need to enter it into wine competitions that's what people do and I'm like okay and so I found a wine competition I was like okay if we get it in the mail in the next like day we can get into this competition and so I did it entered all the stuff sent them off and then just kept on kept on going you know kept on kept on working and then got the email back a couple months later that's like, congratulations, you've won gold. And that's when I looked up what the competition was and was like, oh, my God, this is literally the biggest and oldest blind wine competition in the country and one of the biggest and oldest in the world. And I was like, well, I'm glad I didn't look up in more details about what it was until after the fact. And it's funny, too, because like, uh, so we launched with a sparkling, sparkling rosé, sparkling white. Because those celebratory moments, I feel like, are the hardest ones to stay sober. Um, And then we came out with the following year, the Still Rosé, which has no bubbles, our Cab, our Red. Um, Super nervous to enter the two new wines into the following year's competition, which was this last winter. And that's the funny thing. I think a lot of the times from the outside, people see someone doing something and they don't realize, like, you can do things and still be in a lot of fear about it, you know? And some of it's just kind of walking, walking through that fear, because what's what's the worst that's gonna happen anyway. And so entered these two in, super nervous about it because we've touted, you know, the gold medal and the and the uh, the medal for the for the white like just all over the place. So this so that year, this last winter, there was a non-alcoholic category. Everybody who's everybody entered and found out the cab one silver, which is the highest a non-alcoholic credit has gotten, and then the still rose one double gold and best in class. So it was the best non-alcoholic wine entered of any varietal from all over the world. <laughs> so going, yeah, so going from being like, oh my gosh, should we even do this? What if we don't win, you know, what if we don't win anything? And what if people, you know, to being like, this is hands down the best, non-, you know, the best non-alcoholic wine in the world it was just like, it's been a crazy journey, you know? And I think though those big wins are great, but it's not like... It's not it's not great because it's oh it's an award it's great because we are showing the industry that this can be different that this can be can be good and it, and not just good but it can be great you know and so what I what I love about the awards is that we we've opened minds you know and and change perspective and it helps other people to like take it seriously you know it was not that long ago when there was one option you know and and so coming from that to this, where it's like, oh, they've won this award. Oh, they've won that award. Oh, these are big, real competitions. You know, oh, we just found out too. sunset sunset magazine has a wine competition. That's like a big deal. And so we entered, <laughs> enter the wines in that one, the sparkling white won double gold and best in class. So it was the best. Yeah. We haven't announced, we haven't announced that one yet, but we just found that one out a couple weeks ago. So we've got, quite a few best in class winners. Um, That's amazing.
1: You should be so proud of yourself. That is <laughs> wild. And just kind of going off of that, you know, two things that came to mind. The first is you had no background in winemaking. Mm-hmm. No. So how did you even go about like finding how to get this made?
2: I am a firm believer in if there is something that you want to do or something that you're thinking about, there there is someone in the world, there's an article on the internet, there's usually it's people though. There is some, the internet, the internet is a fantastic starting place, but it's usually people. There is someone somewhere that knows your next step, right? You, it is, it is absolutely impossible. If you're starting something, you've got a big dream, whatever, it is impossible to know every step of that journey. You're, you're, you're just not, you know? And so what, what you're, what the goal is when you're trying to do something is just and I would tell myself this so many times, like even out loud, I'd be like, just do the next right thing. Just do the next step. Just do the next step, you know, because I didn't know going into this that I would suddenly become an expert in logistics and trucking <laughs> and shipping, you know, like that wasn't, it wasn't even like a piece of, of the puzzle that I thought was it's in. It's a huge, it's a huge, huge part of it, to be honest. But even with that, you know, and I, I'm also not afraid of asking, you know, Air quotes, stupid questions. Who, who cares? You know, all, all that means is I get that knowledge faster when I'm open to learning and I'm open to other people's suggestions. And so, even the trucking is a great example. I would call these trucking companies, and I would tell them, and I'd be like, I don't have any experience in this industry. So when you when you talk with me, can you help me out? And I'm I'm really really open to being taught, and I, I want to learn more. And a lot, ninety nine percent of the time, people are People are kind and they're helpful. And so they'd be like, oh, oh, okay. Well, you need this and this, this is this. And so also a lot of industries will use their own terminology. And then they, they knew I was learning. And so they'd be like, oh, I needed this. I need a BOL. Oh, that stands for this. And this is what it has in it. So they they would use their industry terminology, but they would teach me. And that, and that's just what I've done, you know, every, every step of the way is just be really, really, really open to learning other people's thoughts, other people's um, opinions, other people's help and advice, you know? Um, And I think that mentality applies to absolutely anything, like anything that you want to do, anything that you're excited about, anything that you have a big goal about. It's like just all you really need is that next step. And that person that's going to give you that piece of information that you need that will send you in a direction that you don't even know that you need to go.
1: And then when you see all of these, you know, I, I hate to say that it's trendy now, but it's becoming yeah. more popular to have non-alcoholic options, which is amazing. Like we're seeing restaurants in our hometown start yeah. to have mocktail menus, which is really exciting and they sell joyous. And, um, you know, how does that make you feel when you see other brands coming up or does that, is that exciting to you? Um, you know, what do you think about that?
2: I, I go, I go back and forth on it, to be honest, because part, a part of me is like, I am, oh gosh. I am so excited about about there being options for people. You know, there should be there should be options because I'm sitting here with these best in class, like like literally the best non-alcoholic wine in the world, and there's someone that could try it that's like that's not for me. You know, that they may like something that tastes a little bit different. The wines are dry; they make like something that's a lot sweeter, and that's that's fine. And there should be an option that they they truly like. That's why there's. 100 different jeans brands, right? There's a million different t-shirts. We don't all walk around wearing, you know, like people human beings we're all, you know, we all have slightly different preferences and there and there should be stuff. I I think on a deeper level, you know, for the folks for the folks like me who can can't drink. I can't, you know, and my hope and my plan is to continue that path for you know, for the rest of my life. I think that when you are someone who is sober, it is—it's really hard. Long-term sobriety is actually pretty rare, and I think—I think some of the hard parts is overwhelmingly people are not not supportive, right? Like, and it's crazy because you get a lot of stuff in the beginning, but even if you've been not drinking for a number of years, the questions you still get pushed about it. The questions become different. They're like we haven't done that in so long. Like, don't you think you could do that now? Like, can't, can't you just have, have one? Like, don't you think it'd be different now? I don't need to hear that. Like, and that's like, I, I have those, my brain tells me those thoughts. I do not need outside people adding, adding to that symphony of, you know, and, and so I think the rise of non-alcoholic options Opens, opens that up to people where it becomes more normal, right? Because for a very long time, not drinking was abnormal because we, we can't, we're in a drinking culture. And so the more that these non-alcohol options are everywhere and, and present, and then the more that people are like, oh yeah, they don't drink or they're not drinking tonight or whatever. It just it becomes a non-issue. They, they see someone not drinking alcohol and they don't press it. They don't poke them about it. They don't push them about it. And for folks like myself and, and a lot of people I care about, like I I need I need the world to to be an easier, an easier place with it, you know. And so with with Joyous, I set down a lot of our core values and the mission of the company before their before the product was ever in the world. Because I didn't I've seen a lot of, you know, people that I respect or companies that stood for something, you know, like I've seen people get lost along the way and I didn't want to do that. And so I wanted to set it, set it down in writing for that. And so joyous, the mission of joyous is to normalize non-drinking period. Like that is our mission and that, and then we can always go back and make choices about our values based on that mission. Right. And so our mission is to normalize non-drinking then we need to be really supportive about other brands coming into this space you know and and so the alcohol industry is extreme is <laughs> it's, it's pretty toxic and so like there is weird there's like weird battles like on shelves and grocery stores like if your stuff em- is empty for a second they'll scoot their stuff into your into where your stuff goes there's a lot of stuff like getting like double facings where there's two bottles of your stuff on a shelf is like a big deal so people lose your stuff out of the way in order to do that to their own stuff. There's a lot of like, like shelf fighting, which is so crazy. But for us, we're like, no, our mission is to normalize non-drinking. So how does that mean that we're going to act when people go to the grocery store and deliver product? It means we're going to look, we're going to make, if that store has a non-alcohol section, we're going to make that whole section look nice. If someone else's bottles labels are turned sideways, we're going to make them look nice. We're not, so we're not elbowing shelf space. We're treating even someone else's prod, products with kindness and consideration. And you know what I mean? Like, because we have to go back to the the core values. So I so like I get. I think that that I would never I would never be able to normalize non drinking with just my products being the only thing out in the world. There has to be more options. But at the same time, I I think there's you know a lot of folks coming into this space that use my com- community to to jump on you know, or speak for my community when they don't know what they're talking about. And, and that's the part that I, that I find very challenging where it's like, if you're not coming from the recovery space, then maybe don't, you know, don't have an opinion on it. Maybe talk to some people that are in that space and, and find out what it is. Cause I, I, you know, there's been groups that are trying to be like, Oh, things should be this way, or this should be a rule or stuff. And it's like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not from that. You're not from that community. Um, and so that, that's, that's the part of it that I, that I find challenging, but I find it extremely exciting that these things are existing. And I, I buy other people's stuff, you know, like I drink, I drink their things. Like, um, I'm, I'm also their target audience, you know? So I get, I get really, I mean, gosh, the first time I tried non-alcoholic tequila blew my mind. I was like, whoa, I haven't had this in forever. Oh my goodness. I met so groovy, groovy also makes like non alcoholic beer, non alcoholic wine. I I met um their founder, one of one of their founders at a event, and we were talking to each other, and I was like, oh, so I hadn't tried. Uh, they had a sangria. I was like, oh, I haven't tried your sangria. And he was like, oh, try And I opened it, and I it hit my lips and it hit my nose, and I started to cry because <laughs> I was like, I haven't had this in almost two decades, you know, and it just like reminded me of like. Those times, those good times I had had with my friends and stuff like. That. So I'm sitting there, like, being like, I don't know what's happening. I'm so sorry. I was like, I think it's something to do with like the smell and the memory and like, you know what I mean. Like, and this guy's like, he was so nice. He was so nice. And he's like, here, take, take some, take some home with you. So nice, like such a nice, you know, such a nice guy. But like, that's a, you know, it's it's a different, it's a different experience. Very nice, very nice person. Kind of embarrassing, but also like, you know, they're, they're, it's, it's not the alcohol that's the thing. It's like those memories and that togetherness and that celebration. And man, they're, I mean, if you haven't tried their sangria, it is actually really great. Um, And it's just having that smell and that taste, it just, oh my gosh, it just, it just hit me, you know, and it just, <laughs> he, was, he was really, he's real nice about it.
0: That reminds me of when my mom and I found Joyous for the first time. We literally found it in the tiniest gift store in Kauai, which is like one of the smallest islands of Hawaii. And I remember thinking for a while, like, you know, when my mom first got in recovery and was in the early days, like how are we going to celebrate? Like we cannot find the joy. Like we are used to be such party people. Every event had champagne cocktails and we just celebrated hard. And I thought, how are we going to do this again with everyone feeling included and comfortable? And then when we found joyous, I remember thinking like, this is why, like we have to make this more normal and we have to start utilizing these resources. And I remember my mom, we were just sitting in, in Kauai, just crying because it, was so exciting. We were actually in a jeep. We had ridden a jeep to go around yes! the island. We were popping the bottles of the jeep, and, roadies for everyone. Yes, like, it was so funny, and and I just, I just felt so happy. Even as someone who's not in the recovery community, to watch my mom get to be included and feel normal and feel like she can celebrate, it was just, and that's that's it's all about. And it's even, it
2: even it even like says that on our bottles, like let's celebrate. You know what I mean? And and even the name, like I think. Uh, there's a lot of folks that focus on like, what's not in it, you know, that it's the alcohol has been removed. And it's like, that is the least part of it. You know what I mean? Like, this is Oh, man. Yeah. Being able to like, you want to you want to pop the cork, you want to pop that, you know, you want to celebrate. And like, I remember hearing that on the podcast, you guys are talking about like the and I oh man, I had the same feelings where I was like, when I quit drinking, I was like, am I ever going to have that joy again? Am I ever going to be happy? Like, do I have to like become a nun? Like, what is, what is that? What does that look like? And it's like, you can have this, oh my gosh, you can have a wild and crazy life, you know, and packed with joy and celebrations and you can still let loose and make terrible decisions, you know, that are, that are fun and awesome in sobriety, you know? And so with joyous, like even the name, you know, it's like, yeah, we're going to have an awesome time. We're going to have an awesome night it just happens to be an, a night that doesn't have, doesn't have alcohol in it. I hit, I hid my sobriety for a very long time. Like I, you know, I worked in an industry that was very alcohol heavy and for so long, you know, like non-drinkers, it was not a great thing. So I would just, I would hide. I would at work events, I drink the cranberry and soda it looks like vodka and soda. I would ask if the bartender had non-alcoholic beer, I'd ask him to pour it into a pint glass, you know, all the all that kind of stuff to because especially you know I, th- I think for a long time people looked people looked at people in sobriety as these like ticking time bombs you know and it's like'm I'm, I'm a I'm a person, I'm a wife, I'm a mother of two you know I'm I'm a person but I, I who just can't I can't can't I can't have alcohol because it'll it, it doesn't it'll ruin my life. <laughs> like, it, You know, it, it causes me to be a person that I don't want to be. It, it causes me to, you know, I have boundaries that I just will overstep and overstep and, you know, and it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work. And so my original plan with Joyce was not, was not to do things like this, this podcast, not, I was not going to be so face forward. I, I'm actually pretty private like my own, my own Facebook and Instagram, I post on maybe a handful of times a year, like a year. And like, but as I was working on this, it just, it just kept coming to me. I was like, how can I do this and not tell people why, you know, because the why of it influences absolutely everything, you know, like, and, and so I had to get step by step more comfortable with, with talking about talking about the why, talking about myself, talking about um, you know, my own sobriety, and then even taking more steps to be like, yeah, so sprite, it's not just sobriety, it's it's recovery. You know, I, I come from the recovery community. And but it, but it's it is the why. And even normalizing non-drinking, like I've got I've got two kids who have addiction on both sides of their family, you know, and like I don't, I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen when they grow up, you know, and I don't know if there's going to be a part of them that gets activated and they'll have the same kind of problems that I had. And I want the world to be an easier place, you know? So it's like, it's just, it's, so it's been, it's so even, even that, like talking about stuff, it's, it's been a lot. And then, but you know what? I do it and I, I'm honest and open and, and afterwards I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad other, you know, people can, can, can hear about it. And yeah. And even that just like sobriety, long-term sobriety, it's just not, it's not something um, often talked about. There's not a lot of kind of faces put, put to it, you know, where it's like, oh yeah, that's just, you know, normal. That's just, a, that's just a normal person who, it's like someone who's, you know, diabetic and can't, can't do sugar. Just you know, just is it is what it is.
0: So Jessica, we actually all recently received our Sober Summer PR packages. My mom is wearing her shirt right now, and it's so fun. I love it. We love it. It was just such an honor to get that in the mail, and I love keeping joys in my bar cart because there are a lot of times where I don't want to drink and I feel you know. I remember being in college and having that peer pressure of just like you have to drink to be cool. And there's a lot of times I like to pop a bottle of joyous with my friends and and celebrate that way. But for you, what does sober summer mean to you and and how does joyous play a role in that?
2: Oh, I, I think it goes back to like a lot of the stuff we've talked about where I think for the folks that, you know, are are quitting drinking or taking a pause or whatever, there's just this, like, there is this thought that things are never, things are never going to be fun again, you know? And like, okay. Like I loved hot girl summer last year. Yeah. All about it. Mm -hmm. All about it. It's like, yes, women living their best life. Like you've got, you've got a body, you've got a bikini, put them together, like do it, like be self-confident. I just loved like, you know, like everything about that. And that just like empowering message and it was it was fun to see you know it's fun to see people like like embody that you know like at the beach and whatever and thinking about sobriety and how it's been in the shadows for for so long or people like don't know what it is or what it looks like or you know and it's like let's just let's just have a I, you know, let's just have a sober summer and, 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 you know, folks who are just taking the summer off because a lot more people are taking these, these breaks with alcohol, which I think is, you know, super interesting. Like, let's just live our best lives. You know, let's, let's go to the backyard. Let's go to the barbecue. Let's go to the beach. Let's stay up really late at this, you know, bonfire. Let's whatever, whatever it is, let's participate in all the activities of life and summer and just have this amazing amazing time and it was like well other people you know join in and they're talking about that and they're sharing about it and they're like then that's kind of a movement that can grow you know where people can can be like oh man they're they're doing this crazy like dance party summer thing oh they went to that summer festival and they were sober you know like they're sharing about sharing about going to this you know three-day music concert and hashtag sober summer and it's like oh, you, they can do that. Maybe I can do that. You know, it's just this, like, I think that there's a lot of power in, in groups. And, and I think that we, we, we learn by like a lot of times seeing, seeing each other, you know, and, and I think social media too can, can be a great tool to kind of spread, spread that, spread that message. And, and show a kind of lifestyle that maybe people didn't realize that they, they could have on their own terms. Absolutely.
0: That's something I've loved about living in California as well. I just recently moved to San Diego in February and I go to events and this, you know, it's, there's a bar, but there's also a non-alcoholic sponsor, I, almost every single event I've gone to. Um,
2: so nice. And I'm in the
0: influencer space and I go to these events and the same exact thing. And I always send pictures to my mom and I'm like, look at this seltzer that's sponsoring this company, this event. And it's, It's not alcoholic. And mom, I know you love seeing that. And Oh yeah. And I think that, you know, you just have
3: to keep talking about it, you know, and, and I love what you said, you know, the more we talk about it, it does make it normal because I mean, my kids know, I do not go anywhere, travel anywhere that I do not talk about joyous. I mean, you know, you. (laughs) I mean, people probably get, you know, tired of hearing it, but you know what restaurants are carrying it in my little Mississippi town and We have four people now carrying it in Oxford, which is awesome. Well, Jessica, you shared a little bit about this about being curious and being an open learner. Rich, I love that. So, what more um, would you have to say to someone who really does want to start a business?
2: Oh, um, I would say it's helpful if if you can run on very little sleep. That helps. That's a good. That's a good. uh, a good like uh quality to be able to have i but i i think i think it is the best possible time in history to start a business honestly like with with the internet and the ability that we have oh gosh i fixed a i fixed a washing machine one time i just go and there's a youtube video that showed me how to do it do you know what i mean because it was like it was at the end of its life and i was like oh of a washing machine look like? You know what I mean? And I was like, I don't know. I've never opened one up. And I was like, well, it's gonna cost me more for the repair call than this thing is worth. I there's no downside. If I take it apart and I ruin it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And so I, I did. I took it apart, I watched some YouTube videos, and I fixed it, and it was super satisfying. But it was, you know what I mean? It was just like, there are there are with the internet alone, you can learn so so much and then but then the other thing it, it can do which I don't think people realize is like you can connect with other people anywhere, anywhere you know um, and you can and then you can ask them questions and for the most part I think I think that there's a fear that people are gonna you know ignore them or like say something mean or whatever but I have overwhelmingly found that most people are helpful I think we have a perception that the world is really negative and really hard. And and in a lot of ways it is, but I think human beings one-to-one when you talk to people are helpful. They want to help, you know, they like, they like being helpful. They like, um, feeling, feeling good and feeling. and, And so I think getting, getting over that fear, like, yeah, if there's something that you're into, like, like, let's say someone wants to be, you know, an influencer, they can Instagram, they can find someone that they respect and Instagram message them and be like, Hey, I have this question, you know, or I'm sure there's like a lot of guides and stuff like that, but, and that's a great starting place, but it really is getting to humans, you know, find, finding people and talking to them. And like I said, you're not going to get a hundred percent of the information or hundred percent from one person, but they're, you're going to find someone who has that next step. And it's just, I remember I heard, because I heard this years and years and years ago, where it was like, man, you can walk from California, you can walk from San Diego to New York one step at a time. If you thought about it, your brain would melt, right? And you'd be like, oh my God, it's overwhelming. I'd never be able to do it. But literally, you could, if you wanted to, one step at a time, you could make it that far. But you can't think New York. You know, you can't think I'm going to walk through Texas. I'm going to walk through Mississippi. You just got to think next step, next step. Okay, what's the? How do I get to this next city? I know that's a little bit closer. I love that so You know, much. and like <laughs>
3: it's so true because yeah. it speaks recovery. Do the next right thing. And and I think what's so inspiring about your company too is that you had a lot of people telling you no, and you didn't give up, and you you kept on asking them the questions, and you know, and I think that is just so awesome that you didn't give up because now look at all these awards and all this awesomeness that is helping people like me in Mississippi. And I'm so glad you didn't give up.
2: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Well, it's crazy. Like, oh my goodness. So I'm, I'm really good at celebrating other people. I'm kind of bad at like celebrating myself because I get focused on the next, what's the next thing. And sometimes I get lost in like, what's New York? You know what I mean? Like I get kind of far but like so Joy- joyous is in success magazine this month like chance the rapper is on the cover and then you open it up and, then, and there's and there's us like in an article with athletic beer you know and everybody everybody knows athletic you know and it's just like oh man that happened maybe a couple of days ago everything moves so fast. It's kind of hard to keep track, but I I was talking to my husband and it just kind of came up in the conversation. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, have you gone and got, have you, have you seen it? And I was like, no, I've been like doing all this stuff. I haven't even eaten today, let alone had a chance to like go, go pick up a copy of it. And he's like, I'm leaving work. I'm leaving work right now. And so he like, he left. So he, you know, drives to Barnes and Noble, picks up a copy. I'm, you know, I come home, and with, with with the kids and he's like look guys mommy's in this mate like I think oh he's such a he's like my hype man <laughs> like like in our house you know what I mean like and it, I think too that's a big that's a big part of starting 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 a business I think a really 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 important part is who you surround yourself with who who your friends are who your spouse is you know if you have gosh My, so Joyce is not a husband and wife team, right? This is hundred percent my company, but as my time commitment here is ginormous, he's picked up so many like household responsibilities and all this other stuff. And he, he will like help out and do things. But I, I think that, that actually is huge. Like if you're looking to start a business, what is your life? What does your life look like? Who's, who's your romantic partner? Who are, you know, who are your friends? Who are you surrounded with? Are you surrounded with people that are going to be those negative voices, you know, or knock you down? Or are you, or are you surrounded with people that are, I don't, I like, I don't, I don't have, you know, I'm not. I, I say like I don't have a ton of money. Like I don't have a ton of like investors and all this kind of stuff. But I have. I am so blessed. So very, very, very blessed with like good people. Really, really great friends in my life that have stayed up until three in the morning. You know, counting. You know, uh, just gosh, doing a million, a million different things to help, and it would not. Yeah, I think I think that one too is like a really. Before, before you start a business, who, who's in your life, you know? Yeah. And having that um, emotional and mental support when you just jump off, off. there's so many cliffs I've jumped off in this business, not knowing, doing that next right step, but not knowing a couple of steps ahead and being like, I, I know this is what I have to do right now. But, oh gosh, like, so we're, we're in a new, a new, much, much bigger warehouse space right now but last fall we needed to order all these winter shippers and we had to order truckloads i mean truckloads of them at a time and the space we're in would not fit truckloads and running out of time to order these things before winter hits and i just like i was like we have to order them we've been we've been looking for a new space like for months like months trying to find a new a new space that would work and like I just ordered these things with literally nowhere to put them. Cause we, cause I was like, this is the next right step. I don't want to, I, I cannot, I cannot do styrofoam. I can't, I can't do it. I just can't. And so we ordered these like amazing, crazily eco-friendly, like winter shippers. <laughs> and yeah. And, and I was like, okay, jump, jumping off another cliff. And you know, it all, it all, it all like just so worked out where, yeah, I just met an amazing, amazing um, landlord who is just so kind, and then another, you know, another champion where he had started um, a, a different business, like a food business, and so it's been so nice, even like to have these great conversations with my landlord, who also started this. You know, he, had, he started this food company and then grew, you know, grew it and was all over and like, but what a blessing, you know, even. Yeah. So <laughs> Sorry, I could get, there's no, so, that's just, like, great. Awesome, it, that's so great things, advice.
0: But. And you know, it, it is such a testament to who you surround yourself with and, and the people that inspire you. And I know that like in, in recovery, just sing it through my mom, you know, who you're surrounding yourself with, same exact thing it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Your success is, yeah. is equal to who who's in your circle. And, and thank you for yeah. sharing that. And it's just been such an honor to hear your story and, you know, having Joyous as a sponsor of our podcast. I mean, Allie and I aren't even in recovery. And if we had our choice, we'd pick Joyous as a sponsor every single time. Because Woo! It just means that much and has played that big of a role in, in our lives and our family. And we just want to thank you for everything you're doing. And thank you for taking the time to talk with us and share your story. And it's just been such an honor to have Joyous as a part of our life.
2: Well, thank you for what you're doing. Because that, I mean, That is, that is huge. You know what I mean? Like go laddering up to normalizing non-drinking, it takes everybody, you know, and there's a lot of folks that don't drink alcohol every single night, you know, or are you being excited and sharing about seeing uh, non-alcoholic options at these events you're going to that, that ladders up, you know, you're supporting your mom, you're supporting your family, but it's something that's healthy for, for everybody, Right. And it's it's not about villainizing alcohol and having there be no alcohol in the world. That's not what we're about. It's just about having people who are not drinking alcohol having those options that just let's just have a seat at the table. Let's have it be part of this event. Let's have it just be a normal, a normal thing that happens. And so what you're doing is is Incredibly helpful and incredibly important.
0: Thank you. So you know,
2: much. so thank you, thank you for everything that you're I doing. Appreciate
0: it. And mom, thank you for joining in today. I, I just love it. So so it's so nice to see it. you. It's So great to see you face to face, Jessica.
3: I feel like we we're old friends because you have been such a part of my journey. Uh, Twenty two months of this, and and you've been there. And I was very very thankful that I found your product when I did.
2: Well, you're you're actually someone like there's been there's been moments in this journey that have really hit me like this, like the drinking some and crying. Like the first time, the first time I saw a bride in a wedding dress with a bottle of joyous, it just, Oh my goodness. It just was, it just, you know, but I, I remember seeing the Instagram reel or story or something. And it was you like seeing the bottle and reading the back of the bottle. And there was a moment in the video of you like reading the story that you like looked at the camera and I was like, she's, she's like me, she's like me. Like, and it was just, it was just everything kind of coming together. Cause I didn't even know if we should put that on the back of the bottle. Do you know what I mean? No, nobody, nobody was doing that. And, and so like, but it was like, put it there. So people, you know, so, so people would be like, Hey, relate. Like, yeah, this is like, this is for people like you, you know, like, made by people like you. And like you, you, you read, you were reading the story out loud and there was, yeah, there was just this moment where you, you looked you looked at your daughter who was filming, you like looked at the camera and I just knew it, you know? And I was like, that's, that's what it is. That's what it's about. And so you, you are actually like a one of these really big moments in my, in my journey where it's like, that's, that's, Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it's all, you know, that's what it's all about. And I can still see that moment in my head.
3: Well, I'm honored that my moment of such, you know, that makes me tear up right now because you can go back to that moment where I was so on shaky ground and to find a product like Joyous, I was like, I know I can do this because I love a party and I love a celebration and all the things that you've talked about on this podcast that I can so relate to and so many of others in recovery and it filled a gap. And it, and it was so what I needed at the right time. And it still means the world to me. And I'll just say this about your shipping. It's the best top-notch shipping I've ever seen. Oh, absolutely. It, it is so gorgeous and beautiful. And you feel loved when you open up the box. And I saved the little card and... You know, my friends order it all over from North Carolina. Um, My best friend, Joy, uh, Joanna is a great, huge fan. And that's the first Mm -hmm. thing she said. She goes, Christy, does your box look like that too? I said,
0: yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Thank you. So honored to be a part. This has been amazing. Thank you guys so much. And thank you, Jessica, for taking the time to talk with us today. We really appreciate it.
2: Oh, man, happy to. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. And it's been so nice to, like, you know, meet. Meet everyone in person. Absolutely, we're gonna still rock
3: for our summer, summer our cyber summer,
2: sober summer, sober
0: summer. One, two, three.